720 WGN. Enjoy the sunshine and the warm weather because it is certainly going to change in the next 48 hours. Hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, the Supreme Court is hearing something that might have impact on all of us today. Scott Wilkins is a senior counsel at the Knight First Amendment Institute. Uh, the Supreme Court um, is looking at two cases. Some are saying they're controversial laws in Texas and Florida, and it will give the nation's highest court an enormous say in how millions of us get our news and information and whether sites like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok should be able to make their own decisions about how to moderate spam and hate speech speech and election information. Scott, thanks for joining us. Uh, put into words what you think is happening before the Supreme Court today. Sure. Great to, great to be here. Thank you. Uh, you know, these cases really couldn't be uh, more important because they, 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 they will impact free speech online uh, potentially for a long period of time. And they, they really ask the question, you know, how much power do social media platforms have to moderate content? What, what are their rights under the First Amendment to do that? And conversely, how much power do the states have to regulate social media platforms and to tell them what they must publish, what they cannot take down? And they were claiming in some of these decisions that they were removing conservative voices. And a lot of that surrounded Donald Trump and January 6th, doesn't it? Well, you know, it's really interesting. Both, you're right, both of the laws were motivated by that. The governors of Florida and Texas made, you know, uh, that, that was uh, made very clear when they signed the laws. This was, this was all about uh, preventing um, bias against conservatives perceive bias. But since the laws were passed, um, I think there's just a lot of concern on both sides of the aisle about uh, content moderation by social media platforms, particularly as it pertains to youth. And so the way these cases came to the court, you know, I don't know that their conservative pedigree really matters that much. They're much more profound issues about the future of online public discourse. And, of course, they're looking at it from the perspective that they would be much like a utility as opposed to a newspaper. That's right. They're, I mean, you know, the, the states, Florida and Texas, are arguing that the platforms really are like a, a utility and that they have to accept everyone and that they shouldn't be able to uh, deplatform people or, uh, or, or take down their speech. Uh, they have no First Amendment rights of their own, the platforms, whereas the platforms themselves – uh, argue the opposite, that they are much more like a, tradi- a traditional newspaper. Uh, there's a very important uh, Supreme Court case from the 70s about the First Amendment editorial rights of newspapers. And so the platforms are trying to say they are like that. So these are really opposite positions on the First Amendment, the, uh, how the First Amendment applies to content moderation online. And have you been watching what has been happening with the Supreme Court today during these arguments? Yes, uh, you know, absolutely fascinating. The court, you know, ever since uh, COVID, the court has gotten rid of its time limits, and they go on, you know, at great length. Today it was like four hours, uh, and and it was great concern among I think every justice about the possible implications of this case for online speech. They all understand how essential uh, online uh, social media platforms are for all of us. To express ourselves, and so they they're very concerned about what uh, what their decision in this case you know could result in. 
Right, because everybody's focused on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, but they said the implications could reach into LinkedIn and Etsy and Reddit and many smaller platforms. That's right, and there's a lot of concern. So these cases, the way they were litigated in the, in the lower courts was all about the biggest three platforms, Facebook, uh, um, X, and, you know, and YouTube, and uh, nobody paid any attention to these much smaller platforms or different kinds of platforms. And the justices were worried about, um, you, know, w- w- you know, what they say, the implications it might have for this broad swath of platforms that really haven't been the focus of this litigation. And did one of the justices make a joke, uh, or this was this previously where they said it's well known that the Supreme Court justices aren't well versed on social media? Well, yeah, Justice Kagan, this is in an earlier case. She, she's very funny. She got lots of laughs. She said, you know, we are not the nine experts on the Internet. And the, the whole courtroom uh, laughed at that. But, it, you know, I think they all they all understand that. Uh, all nine, they believe that. And that makes them, you know, very worried about uh, they know that what they say here could have implications for decades, you know, a decade or more. And that all of these new social media laws that are being considered or are being passed uh, that are focusing on youth and things like that, that, you know, th- these these kinds of cases could, uh, this case could really have huge implications uh, going forward. And is the difference here that these platforms are private parties and they are not bound by the First Amendment? Do you think the Supreme Court justices will see that and rule in that direction? You know, that was a, that was definitely a big uh, topic today. Uh, you know, there, I mean, there, uh, I, I think that they will very much bear that in mind. I think, I think there are, you know, many of them are very well focused on that, that we're talking about private platforms. We're not talking about the government. They, they actually discussed uh, today about, you know, well, we typically, uh, you know, focus with the First Amendment. We focus on what the government does to uh, prevent uh, speech. But here we're really talking about uh, the platform's content moderation. But these cases do also raise the question of how much can this can Florida and Texas and similar states control what appears on the platform? So in some ways, it's also about potential government censorship um, of speech on the platforms. And that means that Congress would have to pass a law that would change content moderation laws or impose other obligations on tech platforms, right? Well, you know, this is really about about the Constitution. I mean, it, well, to the extent there's a First Amendment right, uh, you know, it, 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 it's it's not clear that Congress could do anything about it. I mean, even, even if they pass, pass a statute, that might be challenged in the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court could say, well, that you know, that's unconstitutional under the First Amendment. So it's, you know, we really need to wait and see what the court does here. It also seems, it seems there were enough justices were really concerned about this case that I think they're going to try to decide it very narrowly, very narrowly, uh, because they, they're just worried about um, how it was litigated below. There wasn't, there's almost no evidence in the record. They're just worried about making these big judgments without having a lot of information about exactly what is it these platforms do that should count as editorial discretion uh, and what shouldn't. And if they ruled in favor of what is happening in Texas and Florida, what would that mean for us who, you know, just your everyday user of those platforms? Yeah, I, you know, uh, it, it, you know, it's hard to say. I think different platforms, w- you know, would approach the problem differently. I think you would see on some platforms um, quite a bit of content just come down. 
because they don't want to, they, they will, you know, kind of over uh, kind of censor themselves uh, because they don't want to, they don't want to violate these laws. And so they, they don't want to, you know, they would rather not sort of, uh, you know, potentially get content moderation wrong. So they just take it down. And that's a big problem for free speech. It's a huge problem for, uh, for, for the free speech of users and of our society, because we count on the ability to be able to exchange views. And, you know, if the platforms take down a lot of content because they're afraid of running afoul of the law, that is, that's a terrible thing for, for our democracy uh, and online speech. How do you think they're going to rule? I know they don't rule till June, but based on the arguments you've been watching today, and you said they are very interested in asking very pointed questions, um, how much do you think they'll? What? I, I, I think you know it's very hard, to, very hard to know. Uh, but I do think they're going to issue. They would. They will do their best to issue a very as narrow a ruling as they can, um, and that they may send the case back down to the lower courts to get more kind of factual development to make the platforms bring a different kind of litigation. This could get into sort of, uh, you know, lawyerly civil procedure stuff. But, I, you know, right. I think they'll issue a, a, a narrow ruling and try to get, um, uh, you know, a better case for them in the future that has more facts they can actually work with. And, uh, and, 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 and based on those broader facts, like actually come up with the better, the best rule possible for the Internet and free speech. And what's your website if people want to see what your stance is and who you represent? Right. So it's, uh, you know, it's the Knight First Amendment Institute at Columbia University. And you, if you just uh, Google that, um, you, will, you will get to our, our website. And we have a lot of, of content about these cases. Um, and, you know, it, it should be at Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T, Columbia.org. But there you'll find a lot of information about uh, these cases and other online free speech issues. Thank you so much for joining us, Scott. Have a great day. Great to be here. Thanks so much. Steve's News is next on 720 WGN.